This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. That dirty dog, Darren DuPont, has put the San Jose Sharks up against the Minnesota Wild in round... I think it's round two now. All the jerseys are going to be nice. Over 80% are wrong voting for the Minnesota Wild. Come on, look at the California Golden Seals look. Listen, I know that I've always been a, a fish swimming upstream, but now we have proof. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hi, everybody. It's me, the champ. It's hour two of a football Friday here on your favorite daytime sports and entertainment talk show. I'm putting in my second earpiece because... Uh, if you if you weren't watching an hour ago, I'm battling a cold. Just the last couple of days, woke up and it's that eyeballs hurt, ears are snap, crackle and popping like a bowl of rice krispies, and uh, I'm going in and out. And uh, you guys, let me know when we got the moose ready to go because he wasn't when when the intro was rolling, but we got him now. So moose said to bring him on in here from the NHL's Bermuda Triangle. Moose said to me this morning, this is the kind of boss that Moose is. He's like, do you need to do the show? If you don't need it, if you can't do the show, it's fine. And I'm like, I think I can talk sports for two hours. I was probably going to do that anyways. <laughs> so, yeah. And uh, so I'm, I'm putting in both earpieces here. Moose. But we actually are fairly streamlined on this football Friday. And what I mean by that is we get just a couple of topics that we're sticking with. It seems like we're all over the place, but we're really not. And we're on the cusp of week 18 in the NFL. So in this segment, we're going to play Deal or No Deal for our exclusive betting partner, Bet Regal. Sign up this weekend for a free to, free account and start playing. Wager on whatever you want. Uh, but National Football League Week 18 would be our choice. I'm going to get to the Nathan Rourke discussion in a second. I see Allie's checking in from Texas. Got a lot of viewers here to wanting to talk hockey, but it's a football Friday. Uh, I'll just say this. What has really dominated the discussion today is Canada beating the Czechs 3-2 in overtime to win the gold medal at the World Juniors. And I found out after the game that Connor Bedard does not want to be traded from his club team, the Regina Pats. So he's going to finish his junior career as a Pat. So put that to bed. Dissect that as you must. So that's going that way. And I want your take on this because Randy was watching and his on Game Plus TV, Darren, and he's written in and says, where do you think Nathan Rourke will sign? The Ohio Bobcat star quarterback, Wes Jett, as I referred to him. It's eight teams I think he's worked out for in the National Football League. He was named this year's CFL Most Outstanding Canadian, despite only playing half a season. He set all kinds of records in that half season for the BC Lions. Where do you think he will sign in the NFL? Well, good question. You know, at the end of the day, I don't know. I want to look up. I'm trying to think. How old is a guy like Kirk Cousins in Minnesota? Because, you know, Clark, can you go to I'll the go big to the board big board while, while you're talking. I'll, I'll do it while you're talking. Because here's the example. You know, somewhere like Minnesota, you know, a team that's pretty good, good coaching. Um, you've got a veteran quarterback in place, but not a young quarterback. You know, Kirk Cousins isn't that young. And where you can go and be a number two and have some success and learn 
learn from a guy like Kirk Cousins or a veteran quarterback, watch the game, get into the playbooks, all that kind of stuff, and then have a succession plan in place where you have an opportunity to then compete for a number one job in a few years' time. I think that would be a situation that would be really perfect. I don't think you're looking at teams right now that have quarterback problems because I think teams that have quarterback issues, instead of trying to sign Nathan Wark, they're going to try and get Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud in the draft and move up and find somebody fresh out of college who can step in and be a number one quarterback. So I think find a spot where you can be a good number two with a succession plan. Well, I just think the fans think that he'll sign with whatever team offers him the most money. And they need to understand that that's not how the players look at it, at least not the smart ones. They look at it the way Darren just said. I predicted the Las Vegas Raiders because of the issues that they have there with Derek Carr. And I know they're locked in on a long-term contract. He could be the next Kirk Cousins, who incidentally is 34, the guy that they overpaid but got to pay, got to play because they're paying him too much. So who knows? John Ohm wrote in with a list of players, or sorry, teams that worked him out. Uh, Indianapolis is another. Jacksonville, Indianapolis, Tampa Bay, Minnesota, Las Vegas. Well, Tampa's going to have, I don't think Tom's going to be back there next year. Craig, our director of scouting, Smitty writes and says, good point, noops. See, he's our football guy, Darren Moose DuPont. And I need to just stop there. But it's similar to Connor Bedard. The kid's only 17. Now, he's far more mature at 17 than I was at 35. But he's getting advised, Connor Bedard, and not wanting to be traded from the Regina Pats this year. That's what I think. I don't think he made this decision alone, Connor Bedard. Uh, but people have said, what do you have to prove? You have nothing to prove anymore. You've rewritten all the record books. Um, just stay put. Finish your junior career. You've done all there is to do. And then look forward from there. Uh, Dan in Saskatoon writes in, can you spell check or proofread your comment? I don't know what he's saying. Something about Tom Brady being a backup. Whatever. It's time to play deal or no deal for our exclusive betting partner, Bet Regal, week 18. And I'll say this again, the teams that are favored are the teams that have the most on the line. Sounds elementary, and it probably is, but Darren's going to pick whether he takes these bets or not from the exclusive odds makers at Bet Regal. Are you ready, Darren? Here we go. Uh, game Let's one, go. Kansas City at Las Vegas. At AFC West Showdown, the Chiefs are favored by nine. Deal or no deal? Um, I'll take the deal. Chiefs are still battling for positioning and home field. And, yeah, the, the Raiders are a mess. Even though Jared Stidham played well last week, I, I, I'll take the Chiefs. Tennessee at Jacksonville, your Titans are, well, the Jags are favored by 6.5. Jacksonville, 6.5 over Titans. Are you taking the deal or not? No deal. These games typically go the way of the Titans, um, although they've been on this losing streak. Um, I don't know if the Tennessee Titans will win the football game. I don't. But they'll keep it close and they'll cover the spread. Meaningless game for both Tampa Bay and Atlanta. The Falcons are favored by four in Atlanta. Deal or no deal? Um, I'll take the deal. As much as they're talking about starters and stuff still playing, I don't know how long they will. So I'll take Atlanta. New England at Buffalo. Bills favored by seven. Deal or no deal? I'll take the deal. 
I think you, you just roll with Buffalo right now, despite, you know, with everything that's gone on, you roll with the Bills. The Minnesota Vikings at the Chicago Bears. Vikes favored by seven and a half on the road. Deal or no deal? Again, comes down to who's going to play in that football game. I don't, no deal for me. No deal. I'll take Chicago to cover. They're playing for pride. Baltimore at Cincinnati. Bengals favored by nine and a half in that AFC North showdown. Deal or no deal? No deal. I don't like it. Um, I don't like the big spread against Baltimore. They play tough, physical. They've got a great coach. Um, I'll take Baltimore to cover. Here is your lock of the week for Master Lock. Houston at Indianapolis. The Colts are favored by two and a half. The Texans need to lose to secure the number one overall pick. Colts by two and a half over Houston. Deal or no deal? Yeah, I'll take that deal for sure. Jeff Saturday still wants to win football games, right? He's last <laughs> audition to be a head coach. And I want to be Santa Claus, but not happening. New York Jets at the Miami Dolphins, the game of the week. The Dolphins are favored by three in a must-win game. Deal or no deal? No deal. Who's starting the quarterback? It's not Tua. It's not Teddy Bridgewater. Skyler Thompson. Skyler Thompson, exactly. the third-string quarterback. That's all you need to know. I know Bridgewater. I think so, Teddy can play, maybe. But no, I'm taking uh, no deal. No deal, he says. Carolina at the New Orleans Saints. Saints favored by three and a half. Deal or no deal? Deal. Like the Saints. Cleveland Browns at Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers favored by two at home. I'll take that as well. I like the Steelers at home to finish out the season. Good coaching, too. Los Angeles Chargers at Denver Broncos. The Broncos favored by two and a half. I think that's because the Chargers are going to rest players. Um, you know what? I'll take the... I'll take the deal. Uh, since the coaching changed, the, the Broncos have been pretty good. Two playoff-bound teams, the New York football giants at the Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles favored by 14. Deal or no deal? No deal. I don't know what's going to happen. Again, these games I, I stay away from. You don't know who's going to be rested. But 14 points in a divisional game, it's just way, way too many. Arizona at San Francisco, 49ers favored by 14. Deal or no deal? <laughs> that, that I could see, though, Kyler Murray, although he had successful surgery. We saw that. Um, 14, I stay, no, no deal. I can't. I stay away from those big spreads. I just can't. Los Angeles Rams at the Seattle Seahawks. Seahawks favored by six at home. Deal or no deal? That's a deal for me, dog. The Seahawks are playing for their playoff lives. They need to win, and I think they need a little bit of help, too. So I'll take the Seahawks. The Dallas Cowboys, depending on what happens earlier, could <laughs> clinch top spot of the NFC. For sure, the division with a win at Washington. But the Commanders are favored by seven. Deal or no deal? <sighs> no deal. Even with backups, the Cowboys will keep it close. And this is probably the game of the week. Win and you're in for the Green Bay Packers at home to Detroit. Packers favored by five at Lambeau. Deal or no deal? Deal. Not betting against Aaron Rodgers in this one. I am not. It's for Detroit. They need to win and Seattle needs to lose. So I'd love to see the Lions in. I'm rooting for Detroit this weekend. Big time. I'm a big fan of that organization right now. But um, no, I'm, I'm going with the Packers on the betting slip. 111 Eastern right now, 1111 Mountain. So be cognizant of your thoughts and 
visualize a positive outcome. Uh, listen, you can see why the NFL has their network, why the NFL has their own network on TV and radio. So do all the other major leagues. But you can sit and talk about this stuff forever and ever and ever. And I'll say this again. Did not have a workout today. It was cut short by my coach, waved off, as a matter of fact, because I'm sick. But we did go for coffee. And on the way back, I'm listening to WQAM, Joe Rose, the Carm Car Terry of Miami. Played for the Dolphins. Now he's on the radio. He does color for them, but also on radio, but also hosts the morning show. And Darren, he was eviscerating Mike McDaniel, the Dolphins' first-year coach. And you have to understand something. Can Canadian coaches get, they bristle at all levels and all leagues in Canada. Any criticism at all. In America, it is so much different. I'm sitting there going, smoke's coming out of the radio. I'm like, you're the radio rights holder of the Dolphins. You're the color guy. And they're already talking about who's going to get fired when the Dolphins miss the playoffs. For how this whole season, they started 8-3. and three, Now they've lost five in a row. And they're saying it's going to be the defensive coordinator get fired. But I don't care. Mike McDaniel, he's got to wear this. This team played sloppy. They got worse. I'm like, it was less than a year ago that they hired Mike McDaniel. And they were planning the parade. This fantastic offensive guru from San Francisco. He's cool. He's bopping. He's the new age coach. Right? And all this. And now it's gone horribly into the gutter. And by the way, what happened? You just said it. Their quarterbacks got hurt. Mm -hmm. And now they're saying, somebody's got to pay. That's, I, that's worse now in sports than it's ever been. Than it's ever been. He had to inherit the defensive coordinator. I can't remember his name. Uh, from the Brian Flores staff. And I'm sorry to go off on a tangent on this. But I know you're sticking with me, and the viewers are too. Can you not reasonably say whether it's to the owner or to the fans, look, we had a great year, but our quarterback's brains got scrambled. And then our second guys got hurt too. So that's why. Nope, they're not having it in America, and the media is saying somebody's got to go. Do you like that or do you not like that? I think no. I think you got to look at the whole the whole picture here, and I think one of the one of the issues is. You know, this is, it's not the same as fumbling the ball on the one-yard line, but kind of, because when we were sitting here yeah, months it's very ago, close. it was the Miami Dolphins, yeah, rolling through the regular season, and we're sitting there with them in the conversation of the few teams of Super Bowl contenders, teams that can win a Super Bowl, and they badly want a Super Bowl in Miami. They don't want one, just like every market, but oh. in that market especially, and... You know, then Tua gets hurt, and you see the season slipping away, and it's not just slipping away the talk about a Super Bowl. They're going to miss the playoffs. going to miss the playoffs. So, yeah, they want somebody to pay for that because that's a big, big drop-off from where they were three, four months ago. So you're okay with the heat and somebody being fired? Because I just... I'm okay with the heat, but I don't think... Yeah. If I'm in the organization, nobody deserves to be fired. This is bad luck. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And I think more than anything, I could sit here and tell stories, and that's what people really like. <clears throat> Maybe I will next segment with Nick Lewis. But the coaches and the players, you can't listen to the radio. You can't read the message board. You can't do it. Don't do it. And I remember Danny Barrett one time was our head coach in Saskies now with the Houston Texans, running backs coach. And he's like, I don't read the paper. 
I actually believed him like an idiot. And then we flew to Calgary together and I was side by side with him. He read, did I ever tell you this? He read the Leader Post sports section up and down. He read the ink off it. He read the Regina Lady Softball League scores in it. And that hour long flight between the two. And I'm like, I thought you didn't read the newspaper. And he just gave me a dirty look. Don't read it, but they can't help themselves. Doesn't do any good. Moose, I'll see you a little later on. Sounds good. Okay. Nick Lewis, the Hall of Famer, joins us next. And there is breaking news out of Calgary today, which we did mention last hour. Jeff the Stamps fan has written it in again. Richie Sindani, Regina Rams grad, wide receiver with the Calgary Stampeders, suspended two games for a positive PED test in the Canadian Football League. We won't ask Nick Lewis about that when he joins us next on a Football Friday. It is daytime sports talk live on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and WQEE Radio. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Laid back and kicking it. Let's head back to the studio. Here's Rod. Hey, welcome back, everybody. This Football Friday continues. And, uh, yeah, we are having a fun time as we just talked NFL. Week 18, deal or no deal for our exclusive betting partner, Bet Regal. Sign up today, betregal.net. Get a free account. Start playing this weekend. But we do talk football on these Fridays, and our next guest can talk about it all. Hall of Famer Nick Lewis, 14 seasons in the CFL, two-time Great Cup champion, CFL Rookie of the Year, multi-time All-Star, and now the newest receivers coach of the Calgary Stampeders. Nick, when I saw that, my heart got warm. Uh, the product of Mineral Wells, Texas. How happy are you? Congratulations on the posting, by the way. Uh, how did it come you. about? You know, it, it was one of those things that was really interesting. Um, I had a couple teams reach out to me right before Great Cup and explore and i didn't want to go east and um you know there were some other opportunities that were presented and you know things happen i wasn't actively seeking to come back to the cfl and and do these things but had a great conversation at great cup with huff and dave uh, when they told me that mark quay was leaving uh, and asked me if i'd be open to coming back and coaching i had to sit down with the family and discuss what that looks like for us as a, as a family but also uh, for me getting back into it, you know, I, I have a deep desire to coach and I love working with uh, young athletes and being able to help them along their journey. Uh, so I think it's an easy fix, but at the same time, it, it is really my dream job uh, to go back to Calgary and coach in the CFL. So uh, it was just too hard to pass up. Well, I guess that was my comment about it specifically being Calgary because, of course, uh, you coached with the BC Lions and I spent, as you know, 21 weeks in Calgary at the beautiful Grey Eagle Resort and Casino. And I'm, it didn't take me very long to go, this is Nick's town. I feel like I'm just keeping it warm. Uh, so that must feel good, man. Like you, you love that city. I do. I, I love the city. I love the fans. 
Um, I just love everything about it. And just think I got there at 21 years old and spent 11 years there. So by the time I was 33, a third of my life was spent in Calgary. Uh, and majority of my adult life has been in Calgary. So uh, to, to just have a chance to go back and, and get back into that community and do what I can do to help the community, but also uh, help the team win. And, you know, stability is one of the biggest keys. And when we talk about coaching lifestyles, um, I don't want to be one of those coaches that's traveling all over the world or traveling from city to city to, uh, to keep a job. So it, it's definitely uh, attractive to know the stability that Calgary has presented over the last of 17 years. Dropping in some viewer comments from Jack in Vulcan, Alberta says, I spent a lot of years with Nick in Calgary. So pumped to see him back in a coaching capacity. Love you, Nick and Rod. From Craig Smith, our director of scouting. Congratulations, Nick. Working with Mark Mueller will be excellent. Uh, from Jeff the Stams fan, he says, Nick will help our receivers tremendously. From BW, he says, I'm listening to the RP show while trucking to North Dakota. Uh, thank you, BW. Stay safe. What can you tell us about that? that stable of receivers that you're going to be taking over there in Calgary? You know what? It's a great, great group of young guys. Uh, got some veterans in, in Kamar Jordan and uh, Reggie Bagleton. Uh, Malik Henry is going into his third year. Uh, but you look at the young guys like Jalen Philpott and uh, Colton Hunchuk and uh, just the Canadian talent there, Luther uh, Havanaku and, and all those guys. And there's a great mix of Americans and Canadians depth depth-wise that I really like. So uh, I've had a chance to reach out to all the receivers over the last uh, 48 hours, uh, talk to them about me, uh, get to learn a little bit about them, and uh, just let them know that, you know, we're in this journey together and uh, we're going to have a lot of fun, but you can only have fun when you're winning. Well, they've done a lot of that under John Huffnagel, and that'll be my last question on the Stamps and CFL before we turn our attention elsewhere but um, that will be the big deal what do you know about john huffnagel stepping down as general manager what effect will that have on the franchise man that's like the godfather you know as long as he's in the organization he's gonna have a a, a say so and, and do some things but you want that right with his track record uh who he is as a man who he is as a uh from a coach a general manager and a president you want his input, and I, and I believe that's the way that – that's why I really love this opportunity. Um, me knowing Dave for so long, uh, knowing Mark Mueller, um, they had the same – Mark Mueller, Pat uh, Delmonico, and Dave were all coaches in Calgary my last year there, right? So uh, for me to step in there and just to be around that, that group of men, uh, but also to be able to step in and sit down with Huff and talk to, talk to him from time to time uh, to get advice and understand what's going on, then – uh, it's the only benefits for for me and the whole uh, organization. Nick Lewis, uh, the newest receivers coach of the Calgary Stampede, is joining us on this Football Friday. The beautiful thing about Nick, he's a very smart guy. He can talk about a variety of things, not just football. But I would love your take from a player's position on the DeMar Hamlin situation from this week. It's evolved. You knew the second he went down on the field Monday that this would be an emerging story throughout the week, and it's been that. Took him an hour to postpone the game as it was, and then as of Thursday, they've officially scrapped the game. And then this morning... You've probably heard you're staying on top of this, that they've removed his breathing tube. He's um, awake, alert, and that's got a, already a better story than I thought it was going to be. How do you feel about the way it has unfolded from an NFL perspective this week? You know, um, I'm always I try not to lie to myself about things. Uh, the NFL is a business and they were going to always approach business as business. So. 
I don't understand why there's so much disdain for the business side of the NFL wanting to play the game, wanting to keep going and do those things. But as players, it's a brotherhood. We care about each other. We want the best for each other. And we never go into games hoping somebody gets injured or hurt. But this goes so much further because a man almost lost his life on the field um, due to this injury. And um, it one, it was tough to watch. Um, I thought about Jonathan Hefney um, when we were in Ottawa in 2016 when he took that hit and immediately went down and they had to cut his shoulder pads and, and jersey off and take his helmet off uh, on the field and how he's lost the use of his arm. Uh, just understanding that, you know, the progress that DeMar's made already in, in five days has been amazing. And just to see if he would ever be able to get back on the field, what's the mental capacity of the Bengals and the Buffalo Bills being able to witness that on the field live just five days ago? How will that affect them going forward? Uh, because at the end of the day, uh, the business is going to continue to run. But you just have to really compartmentalize uh, everything and just understand, like, they have a job to do just like you have a job to do. And um, I just think, once again, we're, we're at a point where everybody just hates uh, the way it was handled. I mean, of course, I wouldn't like to go back out and play. It was so hard to play after Hefney got hurt. It was in, like it was so hard to go back out there and not think about him uh, getting carted off the field and going through that situation. I couldn't imagine, you know, for somebody to be having to go through CPR on the field uh, so aggressively uh, right there in front of our li- uh, right there in front of our eyes. Well, and my point is this. Um... I don't understand what people are fighting about. You've said it very eloquently. Who's surprised the NFL wanted to finish the game? The leagues always want to finish the game. Um, But they didn't finish the game. So they did that right. And you saw the players. You saw Josh Allen literally like this. That's the look of shock, Nick, just so you know. The quarterback was in a state of shock. But now they're playing this week. And that same quarterback said, best thing for us will be to put on our helmets and get practicing and get back to normal. Well, as a certified mental health coach, grief, trauma, and stress management, getting back into your routine is what they want you to do. I almost feel like the NFL's handled this flawlessly. Why, Why the fighting? Or do we just have to fight in today's world? You know, everybody's going to dislike something, right? And there's no perfect way to handle any situation. Uh, You can try to do it the best way that you know how. Um, And it's a very unfortunate situation. I hope it doesn't happen again. And, you know, it's just very hard to to understand. And when you you deal with things like that uh, for the first time, you really have to take a step back and, and realize this is the first time this has happened in the NFL. And you... You have to step back and say, okay, what are the parameters that are set? What what uncharted waters are we going into to have to make decisions? Um, I knew once it happened, once they canceled the game, there's no way that you can go back and play the game because you put both teams at such a disadvantage going into the playoffs if they add another game in between the playoffs or uh, whatever the case is. And it's going to be interesting to see. Now I've seen the talk about – uh, adding an eighth team to the playoffs so nobody gets a bye week in, in either division, which really hurts the Eagles because that Jalen Hurts has been hurt. And now if he had to go out and play a playoff game in, uh, next week instead of uh, being able to rest, it's, it's going to be a tremendous uh, loss for them. But uh, just seeing the, how they're going to handle this going forward and you know, trying to put some parameters in the game to, to make it a little safer. 
Poll question, by the way, today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center is this. Should the NFL have officially scrapped the Bills-Bengals game? And 66% of respondents saying, yes, they should have scrapped it. And that is indeed what they did. Uh, just one last thing on this. Arlen Bruce watches this show every day. He wrote in earlier this week and asked if I thought the Super Bowl would be pushed back and the playoff dates would be pushed back. I never once thought that would happen. But how do you feel about the fact that they did scrap the game and now this could potentially depending on what happens on Sunday, come down to a coin toss as to who gets home field in the AFC championship. Uh, and the game might be played on a neutral site. This is unbelievable. Yeah, you know, they want to try to make it as fair as possible. And due to the situation uh, and the timing of the situation, it's really hard to do. Uh, but we learn in life, nothing in life is fair. Um, but at the end of the day, you got to show up and play. You got to play the game. If You know, the better team usually wins. Uh, but in football, it's one week, it's one game. And, you know, uh, Buffalo did a great job last year. They just didn't finish the game. And, you know, in the last two years, really. So you, you look at how this is shaping up in Cincinnati, Buffalo, and Kansas City. Man, that's three tough teams. And a neutral site might be the only answer to try to figure out what's the best for everyone. I mean, adding an eighth team in is, is going to be tremendously hard. But for the NFL that loves money, it's another opportunity. Well, and lastly, speaking of loving something, our Dallas Cowboys are at Washington with a chance potentially to finish first. Is this the year, Nick, for the Dallas Cowboys? You know, I really like what they've done. Um, I, still, I still think Mike McCarthy comes up short all the time, right, uh, with penalties, with clock management, I, I even look at the game um, a couple of weeks ago over Christmas when they played the Eagles. Uh, coming down to the end of the game, Dak runs out of bounds with 201. Right? Instead of being able to get down inbounds to get to the two minute warning, and then on first down, he takes a sack. Instead of first and, and instead of second and six, just throwing the ball away, he takes a 10 yard sack. It's now second and 16, or second and goal from the 16. But he didn't even realize the clock was going to stop anyway because of the two-minute warning. And now Philly's, you know, calls their timeouts. You kick a field goal. They still have a chance to go down and score. Those things do not always happen in your favor in the playoffs. And from the Dez catch, uh, from other things that happen at the end of games, we've always found a way to come up short for the last 27 years. And I just don't see anything in Mike McCarthy to, to let me know that uh, it's going to be different this year. And hopefully we get Sean Payton. I know it. <laughs> <laughs> You're already looking ahead to next year. I know. Hey, listen, I get it. I'm not sure the, the the viewers and fans do. Until you eliminate those things, you will not win a championship. Take it from a guy who's 1-2 in Nick Lewis. Nick, again, congrats on the posting, man. Super proud of you. Uh, all the best you. in 2023. Looks like it's off to a great start. And yes, thanks indeed. for the time today. Appreciate it, Rod. Yeah, have a great one. The Hall of Famer, Nick Lewis, uh, joining us on a football Friday. The King of Cheer joins us next. You'll be seeing him in an NFL stadium this weekend. We're going to talk about that when we return on this football Friday. We're live on Game Plus TV, live streaming on YouTube daily. We're also on your favorite podcast platform and on the radio, too, in Metro Atlanta, WQEE, the key. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now.
you gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Oh yeah, he's back. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. It is a football Friday, and I'll tell you what, this guy is coming to an arena or a stadium near you. I was, uh, a smile crossed my face when I saw the guest list. The king of cheer, entertainer, showman, author, Cameron Hughes, <laughs> joins us on the RP Show. What's up, Cam? Rod Peterson, it is so fantastic to see you. I've missed you. I haven't seen you in over a year. I mean, you want an update? Yes. All right. Well, yes. Over the last year, it's been a little <laughs> crazy. Started in Vegas with the Golden Knights. We're doing some games there. Decided to spread my wings and get a little wild in Minnesota, Rod. Oh, yeah, baby. I took my cheer to London with the Labor Cup tennis and went and did a little homecoming tour at my old university, Bishop's University. And then I said, you know what? Let's open the Cavs game, Rod. Let's fire it up. And then I said, you know what? Always good to go back to the minor leagues and the Bakersfield Condors. Just for laughs, I went all the way to Australia to bring the cheer rod. Couldn't you believe it? I did I did the home opener at the Mullets Arena. Ooh, that was a little crazy. And then we fired it up in Lehigh Valley. And then we, Stens, baby, did the Christmas game. But there's only one team right now, Rod. It's Canada. Woohoo! Uh, absolutely. And I'm so happy to see that because I thought, man, Cam's put on weight since I last saw. And no! It's the same old Cam. You're just wearing 49 different jerseys. So it's been a good year, brother. Is that what you're telling me? Well, you know, it's funny. You look at the year, you can plan for so much, right? You get all these dates in your calendar, and then you get the call, and suddenly, you know, I was going. I went to London and performed at Roger Federer's last match. Um, I've got a back-to-back -back game this weekend that happened. Uh, you know, these things that happen out of the blue is what makes me keep going. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, my dude. And reading your book, King of Cheer, I thought about you a lot through the pandemic. Here's a guy who makes his, his living at live events in the crowd. And for two years, they weren't. So do you, yeah. do you appreciate this career even more? I mean, we haven't really talked about it. You made it through it, obviously, because you're sitting in front of me today. But you must really, it must have changed your viewpoint, I would think. It's, it's really funny you ask, and the timing is actually quite powerful and thoughtful because... After this, I'm going to pack up my stuff. I've only been home for 10 days after being on the road for almost three weeks. And part of me is like, I don't want to go anywhere. The other part of me is like, wait a minute. How lucky am I to go and have fun and spread my cheer this weekend at an event with a few people? <laughs> so, yeah, I'm super grateful for every opportunity. And, I mean, you know, obviously it was challenging, but you know, we all got out of it, right? But uh, I'm saying yes, you know, keeping that yes attitude going and you never know where it takes you. Uh, before we talk about this weekend, can I ask you how the book has gone, King of Cheer? Because you have been on promoting it. I would assume it's bestseller by now. This thing is just awesome, detailing your start, your career. Where it's so it's so much fun. How's that been? Um, it's been great. Thank you. You know, it's you know anyone who writes a book tells you the stories of the highs and lows of it. The, you know, people buying it, but. Um, you know, I'm doing a lot of events where people buy it. I'm, I'm bringing it to different events where people bring me in. And then I'm launching my audiobook um, in February, which has been, uh, <laughs> if anyone's ever done an audiobook, it's like uh, 60 straight hours of therapy alone in a room with a microphone. <laughs> but I'm really proud of it, Rod. And, you know, I appreciate it. Uh, I'll never forget your note that you sent me 
because you never know how a book or someone's story impacts you, right? And to he be able to hear that from people around the world that this nugget did something for you makes it all worthwhile. Yeah, and I still think about it. I think about it quite often. Now, I follow you very closely. And did I see that you are in Atlanta? You're at the Bucks this weekend. What, what, what's up? Am I correct on that? Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of you never know, uh, the Atlanta Falcons called and said, hey, you want to do the last game against the Bucks?" And I was like, yeah, I think so. <laughs> so I'm, I'm on my way to Atlanta. Uh, we have 75,000 people there. Um, I did a game there in September, I think it was, or October, and they had no idea what to do with me. And we did, uh, the hit we did ended up like, I, I had uh, Pitts' jersey on and all the fantasy leagues picked it up online. And I mean, you never know, right? But I, look, man, I, I, I didn't, <laughs> I was the melon head at Bishop's University and now I'm going to do an NFL game. So back to your point, I'm pretty damn lucky and grateful. Uh, yeah, well, here's the thing that's new with us. As of September 2nd of this past year, we're on the radio, WQEE, Metro Atlanta. For, so, for those that are listening right now, if you're going to the game, look for this guy in the crowd. He's very hard to miss. And uh, you talk about universe stuff, Cam. I know you're big into that. This is absolutely wild. So what can they expect for those that are listening right now? They haven't seen you before. Maybe what can they expect at Mercedes-Benz Stadium this weekend well, for like uh, Bucks and Falcons? Yeah, sorry. It's like that quiet moment where, you know, I always try to time it that we need to bring them the fans up. So they go to a couple different fans. They'll come to me and I bust a move. And it was so funny at the last first game I did. It's just like my nerves are about like is it going to go well are they going to come to me is the music going to work is someone going to trip me is a fan going to get in my way and of course none of that happened except for the fan from the 49ers jumping in my face so afterwards i just jumped on him and then i stood in front of him for a minute and said see what it feels like for someone to interrupt your show <laughs> so uh, you never know what happens when you go live rod i mean that's the beauty of you know what we do right you never know uh, looked like you had a lot of fun at the National Finals Rodeo, by the way. I, I guess I'm following you more than I... I think I'm venturing into stalking territory here. I'm following your every move. Uh, the NFR looked like a lot of fun in Vegas. I flew from Sydney, Australia to Vegas, landed that day, had a nap, performed at the rodeo, and it was nuts. Um, the, the, the loyalty, the fun that these cowboys, cowgirls have. Uh, I did four nights at the rodeo. It's literally like you and I walked into a lot of stadiums, right? Where you feel the energy and excitement or you don't. <laughs> you walk into the arena in Vegas and it's just like, and they're ready to go. And it's such a thrill to be part of that. I don't do a lot there. I just do a couple of hits and it's like, it's next level. And then I went to Arizona <laughs> and did the Mullet Arena, which was a case study and, you know. <laughs> Did you ever have a? I had I, I had a mullet. Full disclosure, you and I are around the same age. Did you have a mullet? I could never get there. No. Do you have pictures? Do you have proof? <laughs> uh, yeah, I do. I can send them to you if I want, uh, if you want. But what what is that arena like? Brand like it's just a brand new five thousand seat arena, just kind of run of the mill thing, or is there something distinctive about it in Tempe, Arizona? The only thing distinctive about it is you get to see the best players up close. There's, you know, and I'm not knocking it, but there's nothing that's like, it's intimate. That's it. And, you know, we could all shake our heads and wonder how it happened. 
but the fans that have come to the games have you know really been into it i the second game i did there rod it was against the new york rangers and i come up the stairs i walk out and 65 75 percent of the entire crowd is wearing blue and i looked at my stage manager i'm like i i can't do this <laughs> like how am i gonna get this crowd going but all the fans that are there are pure hockey fans and most of them are from the Arizona Phoenix area, right? So they want it, they get into it. It's no problem. Yeah, they understand. Well, so a couple of things before I let you go. Ryan All Radio from WQEE. He's opping the show right now. It's his station, and he says, uh, Welcome to Atlanta, Cameron. So I'm pleased to connect you to Ryan O'Neill is his real name. I believe he's had it legally changed to Ryan O Radio. And uh, I, I'll say, I got a story for you. I was at Cody Snyder's Bull Busted, <clears throat> Bull Busted in Calgary this summer. Have you heard of Brinson, the entertainer, Brinson James in the rodeo world? Have you heard of this guy? Yeah, he's the, like the host. He's like a cowboy yeah, host. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, well, he was new to me, but he's like a combination bullfighter, clown, Beyonce, and he, yeah. <laughs> he's up. Have you seen him? Yeah, I've seen him at the PBR, and, and he's unbelievable. I mean, he works. Yeah, well, he was. Like yeah, they never, they never had him at the bull busting before, dude. So you can imagine him trying to get the crowd going. These are a bunch of cowboys in Calgary in the crowd and cowgirls, and they're like, and I'm like, I know a guy that's had that look one million times. His name's Cameron. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Every time, every time. Yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say, and it's the worst feeling when the crowd's looking at you like. Dude, we're not buying what you're selling right now, right? <laughs> and then you got to get into gear somehow, and you're like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> okay, uh, yeah. well, they hired me to get the car going, and you're like, you want to run for your life, you know? On that note, can I ask you a quick yeah. question? We've been friends, good friends for a couple yeah. of years. Where do you think I should go this year that I've never, that you know I've never been? Like, what what jumps out at you? <laughs> Dude, I have no. You've been everywhere. Well, well, I guess obviously so. Mosaic, Mosaic, Mosaic Stadium in Saskatchewan would be nice. The finest outdoor football. Wow, you were waiting for that. You, you knew that would be my answer. <laughs> I thought you were going to say a hockey team that you know. But no, I, I've never done a game there. I've always that's actually on my list. I made a list during the pandemic. Uh, twenty. I was supposed to go to fifty. Only made it to twenty-six places I want to go before I end my career, and that's on it. Have you done Sunrise, Florida, Florida Panthers? No. Okay. Well, you'll have a better chance seeing me there uh, <laughs> than at Mosaic Stadium. So we got a couple places. And you'll have some sunscreen for me when I come visit. <laughs> Absolutely, buddy. And and yeah. a bed and uh, whatever you need. Uh, hey, listen. Safe travels to Atlanta. Thanks for coming on, and uh, all the best in 2023. It's going to be our year, buddy. Big cheer. Let's keep spreading it. Appreciate it, Rod. All right. Hey, the great, the king of cheer. Uh, Crazy George says hi. Awesome. <laughs> Love it. Bing, 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 bing. All right. Uh, the great Cam Hughes joining us, the king of cheer. We'll be right back with overtime after this, and the Moose will rejoin. We're live on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and as you see, WQEE Radio. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now.
You got something to say? You want to add to this show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod. Yeah, 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 yeah. Overtime is for the Four Seasons Sports Palace. You see our ad on their big screen every day. If you're driving by at 909 Arcola Avenue East, we've got the, the moose with us in the NHL's Bermuda Triangle. And Darren, sports is just so darn great, as you just saw with that interview. Isn't that with Cal? Like I sit here and go, what do people that aren't into sports, what do they do? What is their release, man? Do you know these people? <laughs> I know. I do. I do know some of these people. But you know what? They have sports. It's just called something different. Games, movies, books, music, you know. But at the end of the day, it's a passion. You have to have a passion, something that gets your blood flowing and gets your blood pumping. And there's just not, to me, there's nothing like sports because when you look at movies no. and books and music, the, the winning, the losing, the, everything that goes with it, it's so cool. Well, sometimes when I'm listening to a sports talk show on the radio or watching a show like ours on television or watching a game, it just makes me feel good. You know, that's what sports does yeah. for me. And I'm just like, I want everybody to feel good. You know, if you don't have that, what's yours? Um, Phil in Dauphin, Manitoba is watching on Game Plus TV, and he writes in and says, It's Friday. I love bowl season. More specifically this time of year because it's both bowl season and the World Juniors. Lastly, happy birthday. Getting old is odd, but if you can make it to the washroom in time, then it's not all that bad. <laughs> I didn't tell you. Well, I told you that I was staying with a guy and his wife uh, over between Christmas and New Year's in Virginia, yes. and his name's Adam, and he may be watching right now. He's 48. I just turned 50, and he was literally, if you forget where you are in the middle of the night, you can ring this bell or if you know like i was like he was having a lot of fun with that and the thing is i do see people complaining on on uh social media about getting old and i think legitimately upset yeah. and i'm like you understand what the option the uh, the alternative of that is it's being dead so it's a gift okay every day to get up and every year to get older so that's how i look at it anyways uh and then on the sports thing here Darren, I wanted to mention to you, like, I think it's going to be a good enough night, although I feel like crap, so maybe I'll be hitting the deck early, but NHL tonight, Nashville at Washington, Florida Panthers at Detroit, Tampa Bay at Winnipeg, the Jets are on a heater, man. Let me stop there for a second. When are we going to say that they are legitimate Stanley Cup contenders? Because I think we're there. We're close. We are close. I think for Jets fans... Um, they're probably still a little bit like, hey, look, we haven't even been guaranteed a playoff spot yet. So until we've locked a playoff spot down, <laughs> I'm not going to count anything because we know how bad it can be. So I think once once they've you know almost locked down the playoffs, I think then we're going to start to turn our attention to them being real Stanley Cup favorite. Or, yeah, well, not know. everybody's going to not everybody's going to be like that. You know that. Right? That's like. I, I, it's like the Dolphins. If people would actually listen to me, I think I'll be long gone, dead and gone before people realize that we should have listened to Rod. You know, like the Dolphins in October, all the fans, they're talking about the Super Bowl and this is going to end the drought. And I've mentioned the Flames fans saying, yeah. who's Gary Bettman going to hand this Stanley Cup to? We don't have a captain. No. 
those Saskatchewan Rough Riders 2013 Grey Cup, I swear I've interviewed every single one of them at different times after we won that championship, and we kicked the crap out of the Hamilton Tiger Cats 45-23 that Sunday at Mosaic Stadium in the greatest day in Rough Riders in provincial history. But I asked them all, when did you know that you had it? And Brennan Labatt said, when we knelt down, when the clock hit zero, zero, zero. Do you know what I'm saying? Don't celebrate at the one. You know, don't. And, and, you know, I was thinking about this, the infamous 13th man where we won a championship in the Canadian Football League championship. And then on the last play of the game, we have too many men on the field and we lose the game. I remember three minutes to go. I'm on the sidelines, not calling the game on the radio. I was jumping up and down with Gainer the Gopher, our mascot. We were hugging each other, jumping up and down on the sidelines. We were designing what the trophy, what our rings would look like, the Grey Cup rings, which would be my third and I remember looking over at Steve Mazurik, our VP of marketing, and he, was, he looked like a baseball umpire on the sidelines. Bent over at the waist, hands on his knees. Not even, because he knew. Yeah. Don't take your eye off the ball until it's done. So there will be some Winnipeg fans that are just like you're saying that will not celebrate anything. Until they lift the Stanley Cup. But there'll be a lot more, I think, that'll be like Dolphins fans and to a certain extent Flames fans. But more last minute of play in the RP show. Uh, but I think there's a lot more fans, like Jets and Dolphins fans are very similar. At least the Dolphins have won a Stanley Cup. NBA tonight, Raptors and Knicks. Hawks at the Lakers. Dubbed tonight, Portland and Brandon. Calgary at the Moose Jaw Warriors. Pats home to Seattle, but don't expect the World Junior players to be there. The Saskatoon Blades are at Swift Current, Darren. Uh, Red Deer at PA, Medicine Hat at Edmonton, Everett at PG, Kamloops at Kelowna, Vic at Spokane, Van at Tri. Some hardcore junior hockey lingo for you there. NLL tonight, you're going to be tuned in to Philadelphia at Las Vegas, right? ESPN News. I know you get it. So we'll get back here Monday and there will be a test. Darren, I want to know what you thought <laughs> of all these games. Awesome. Can't wait. Happy weekend. Thanks, everybody. See you Monday, noon Eastern, here on Game Plus and WQE. Da -da 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 -da. Approved.